Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm your host, Andrew Lanza. Welcome to Buffs and Nerfs, presented by The Mind Refinery. This podcast will be hosted by myself and Sam Hall. Sam and I will explore the cultural significance of video games and examine their artistic merit and how it reflects the industry as a whole. So sit back and enjoy Buffs and Nerfs. And as always, a subscribe and positive rating on this or anything you've listened to would be greatly appreciated. All right, Buffs and Nerfs, we're back. Sam Hall, what's up, buddy? Ah, not much. How are you doing this fine day or night, depending when people are listening to this? Good, good. It's it's currently Saturday. To put things in context, we got some good news today. Um, Mass Effect remaster. Yep, yep. That is, I mean, that's that's big news. Also, uh, something happened in got, America. I can't remember what. Yeah, we got we got the election results. So good, good, good thing to wake up to on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how, how, how have you been lately, man? I've been all right. Uh, just uh, doing my thing. Been kind of staying at home, saving money, just playing my old video games and stuff like that. You know, just uh, living the life of a person who plays video games and not much else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I, we've mentioned it together. I mean, we've, we've mentioned it to, uh, before, but we work together. And True. Uh, lately at work, it's been, you know, super busy. So... You know, just with kind of like all the productions, uh, you know, starting back up after COVID and stuff like that. It's been just super, super busy. So we've been experiencing a little bit of a crunch ourselves, I think, mm. uh, I think would be the term, which segues nicely. Love it. Lavender and cinnamon everywhere. Into the topic of uh, our current conversation is crunch. Um, obviously, again, we're not industry insiders into the video game uh, world. So this is from an outsider perspective and just like, you know, our own personal lens of the situation. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd just start us off uh, with a quote from one of my personal personal heroes, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, he was quoted as saying, a delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is bad forever. Um, so, I mean... Obviously, this kind of more relates to older games, you know, when you, you know, patches weren't a thing, you couldn't just like put out a day one patch with like, you know, NES games or N64 games or whatever. Um, You might be able to put out a second version or whatever, but it's like, you know, once your game went gold or once, you know, you printed your game and you and you distributed it, that was essentially it. So... I mean, the sentiment behind that quote, I think, still stands. So, I mean, overall, I, you know, just how, how that relates into crunch. If, if, well, what's your kind of take on, on that quote and how it relates to crunch? And maybe also give a broad definition of crunch, if, if you wouldn't mind. Well, you're right about it definitely being a quote of a time. I mean, back when he was producing games, it was, as you said... Back once... when, like, he still doesn't. But anyway, go on. <sighs> I mean, did he have anything to do with the Mass Effect trilogy remaster? then it doesn't matter. Um, but he was talking about a time when, like, you had to release a game and when, like, you kept hearing stories about, oh, there was this one thing in this one game that if you did one thing it was unbeatable and there was no way to fix it kind of shit. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with the statement overall. Like, I think what he's basically saying is take your time, make sure you get it right and send it out because once a game is released, even if you, in the modern era where you can patch it, the reputation from a day one release is what affects it, especially more now, exactly. actually. Uh, but crunch is basically when, if you want to have like a straight definition, in my opinion, is when, uh, I was going to call them production companies, but like software developers, game developers, say, hey, yeah, you guys need to do super long hours and give up a life for the next 
couple weeks, months to get this thing done on time. And uh, I'll just flat out say it. I think it's not necessary. I would rather games are delayed and people who are making them have decent lives. But yeah, no, uh, that's what crunches to me. And I, I am opposed. I'm damn, damn, damn opposed. Yeah, I mean, it's not just with, you know, video game industry. I think it's mm-hmm. just with a lot of industries, especially see it with like tech uh tech industries but i mean it, it it goes for like anything where it's like your big release or your big whatever uh whatever you've kind of been gearing towards you're, you're all it's like all hands on deck right before the release it's you know everybody's pulling 16 hour days or whatever uh everybody's pulling six hour weeks and it's just as i said i think like you mean six day weeks on. not six hour weeks yes <laughs> that'd be great that'd six be amazing yeah weeks. we're gonna pay you your salary but six hour weeks what is that like an hour i'd day. love that yeah i think they do two hours on Sweden friday okay sure. I don't know. that's awesome oh but yeah sorry six day weeks seven day weeks i'm sure yeah so but as, as far as that miyamoto quote goes um i i, I think what you said I, I think you nailed it on the head with reputation because like yeah there is day one patches but it's like you're still crunching for that day one patch it's like even mm-hmm. if your game goes gold or whatever where it's like you know like you know you have like the game disc or like the game file or whatever and you're like that's like v1.0 or whatever and it's just like yeah like even if you do have those day like you're still crunching for that day one patch to like make the game playable and like you know you've seen broken games on launch like for instance we've talked about on the uh on the podcast before but goddamn division one was absolutely broken in so many ways and some of those bugs you still see in the game to this day um but that game was broken and like it it suffered from that uh bad reputation of being a broken game um that a lot of like a lot of people just never got over that whereas the division two was actually very you know had a very good launch so anyway i digress about division but it's like he says a delayed game is eventually good a bad game is bad forever where it's like yeah the 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 state like the reputation is still is still there like i think that sentiment still really holds true and i think that's why you see the crunch is like people are really trying to like take that and like delay but um sorry they're they're trying to take that and just compact that all into like a you know that short short amount of time just to get the product out it's it's definitely like a industry which is super focused on we need to be releasing at this time because it, it's kind of funny it's like they're they're the film industry which andrew and i work in um definitely has the same sort of mentality of okay we need to have this ready for the summer we need to have this ready for christmas we need you know that kind of business um but they seem to generally give themselves enough time i i don't know why it is and i mean i again i'm not a programmer but i don't know why it is it seems like these companies go like oh yeah we can have that game for you in two years oh did i say two years i meant three you know like it's i don't know um, yeah it's it's like it's like you know you have like projected earnings reports and yeah like, you know we gotta the, be the, making the... this in our like in our q2 uh financial summary we have the projected earnings of this game that we're releasing on this 100%. day so it's like i get it like you out you're now you, there's like shareholders you're you know you're beholden to the shareholders and etc etc it's like i get that but it's like you're you're doing that at the cost of people's lives you're doing it at the cost of like people's like family and and, and personal lives mm-hmm. and it's just like you know there's like this toxic culture of like almost like at, at a lot of these game studios that it's like it's to be expected so it's like it's kind of just like yep you know our game is shipping in six months or you know in three months etc um and it's hard to get those dates pushed back so the the the, the dates pushed back so 
I, I guess that kind of brings us to our next point. That's like, is, is crunch necessary? Is like, is, you know, is, is that completely necessary to, to, to ship a product on time? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Specifically, I guess with like, you know, recently uh, CD project red uh, pushback cyberpunk. Um, I would say no. I mean, it's, it, I, I, I could offer a longer, more nuanced answer than that, but generally speaking, I'd rather a game gets delayed by a bit than, people having to suffer for something that i enjoy like you when you especially when you have something like a rockstar game coming out and you hear oh at the end of the cycle there was massive crunch on red dead De red dead redemption too yeah that's the name it's i i just don't see from a human point why you would put people through that but then again uh, yes a human point yeah, but then again, I'm also not Take Two, and uh, whoever owns Take Two, or if they're a private company, and I'm not shareholder dependent. So I get why it happens, but I feel like what the industry needs to do is hire some professional, like second ADs or something, and learn to schedule better. Like, learn to be more realistic and going, okay, this will take us four years to make, this will take us three years to make, not instead of three or two years like we project. And. If they're, you see, I don't mind a delay when it's early. Like, if you tell me, okay, the game's coming out in October, and then it, let's say we get to June, you're like, you know what, I gotta delay the game a bit. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Doesn't bother me as much as like these really short term things where it's like, you guys should probably have known that you were go not going to make that date a lot earlier. So, but there is also probably uh, the other side of that is I think there some of the reasons for delays are very sort of like things that pop up like uh with cyberpunk i was reading the the pc and the next gen like the versions are ready but it's something about the current gen like the ps4 and the xbox versions they found something they had to, like to make that work they have to had to delay it a month that's what's holding it back so i think that's what it was i could be wrong on that but it was one of the generations is, is the issue it's not the whole game it's just one of the local uh not localizations what's the term for that versions versions i guess yeah i i think it has a lot to do as well with when a game is being developed and first kind of like like the the whole like what the game is going to be about i think there's a lot of like back and forth and, and humming and hawing about like finalizing certain like aspects of a game whether it be like story or like like you know the 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 just the general direction the creative idea behind the game that a lot of times there's like a lot of committee back and forth and hard to get approval in the initial stages of a game when there's like oh like this game's supposed to ship in like a year and a half and there's all this like time and they're like oh we can do this we can try this and then finally like you know six months out they're like oh shit I, like we gotta make a game like i'm looking at you anthem but it's just like yeah then you have you know six months out all these people that like finally they're like okay, we're finally getting answers from, like, the, the, the board members. We're finally getting answers from the committee, and they're, like, finally trying to push out this game that now, um, you know, it's, like, six months out, and that's when the crunch occurs. And a lot of times, too, it's, like, these game developers, like, there's no, there's no unions and that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. it's, like, they're just expected to work these crazy hours. And a lot of times... There is bonuses, you know, especially if, if they get like, you know, certain ratings on Metacritic or whatever. Um, they, the, a lot of these companies do get certain bonus, like the, the people get certain bonuses, but that's not guaranteed. And we've seen uh, recently with, um, you know, like the, the, the Borderlands 3 team and, and stuff like that, where the bonuses that were expected and all the crunch that happened afterwards, the bonuses were like, like, eh, the bonuses aren't really happening this year. So it's kind of like, 
the bonuses may come, but at what, like at what, like what's the cost? You well, know? I have a question about that. Was uh, I remember vaguely hearing about that, but I didn't get all the details. Was it strictly like across the board, everyone involved in the game didn't get bonuses, or was it like, oh, the programmers and the artists and stuff didn't get bonuses, but the like directors did, kind of thing? Is it like a, like, I think Street it was like across the board. Like honestly, yeah. I remember like okay, honestly, again, this is what now a few months ago that this whole like the the whole. Uh, what is it? What's what? What's the company that that, that does Borderlands uh, Gearbox? Two? Oh, Gearbox, Gearbox. Um, this this was a few. So like for like Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, apparently like Gearbox, they they, they couldn't afford um competitive. They they couldn't afford to pay the the employees competitive rates during development. But then once like the return came back on Borderlands One, once return return came back on Borderlands Two, people with bonuses apparently were like buying houses and shit. Like, apparently, like, they right. paid out substantial bonuses. So, same thing happened Borderlands 3. There was a shit ton of um, crunch. The whole team really pulled together, pulled it off. I never played Borderlands 3 personally. I hear it's a fine game all for all intents and purposes. And then, like, they got the whole uh, exclusive money from the Epic Game Store to go exclusive for six months or whatever on Epic Game Store on PC. So, they got this huge payout. And then... Like after all this crunch happened, after the payout from Epic, yada yada yada, there's a internal email being like, "Oh, by the way, like you know, there's gonna be bonuses, but it's gonna be like a couple thousand type thing." You know what I mean? Like a kind of like a thanks for coming out, right? Almost like an honorarium. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, so I, I, I again, I this was a few months ago. I apologize if I got any of the specifics incorrect, but uh, yeah. Let me ask you: Have you? experienced any crunch like can, can you remember a time in your personal life or like you know at work or whatever where you experienced a lot of crunch not really certainly not on the scale that like video game developers go through um i mean i actually as i mentioned we work in the film industry and i think it's a bit of a false comparison i made earlier i'm not sure if false is the right term because one of the things you pointed out is that the video game industry is not heavily unionized while the film industry is and that having that strength of protection uh production your, production film production film production like, is well yeah. the film industry is for the most part like even post is heavily unionized mm, there i mean there's not a huge is oh there? no there is we're, we're just the exception where we work oh, okay. like there's a lot of like the the editors are unionized the vfx guys i mm, don't know about vfx but i definitely know like editors are heavily unionized. well v, i know a lot of vfx aren't so and that's kind of what okay was, maybe well uh, yeah, yeah that's kind of what I was um uh, like uh, referring to anyway but anyway, oh, okay. go, on, go on go on go on but uh, anyway so um the thing is like when you're dealing with a unionized workforce you have very specific things where they say okay we will do this if we go into this hour on a day you have to pay us this much if we do if the show goes this long you have to think like it it, it basically means by the time that a film starts shooting they pretty much know with like you know extra hours here and there on a daily basis how long it's going to shoot for when they'll be done when they were going to finish shooting like it's a very regimented thing also creating a film is unlike a video game where it's like you don't have to be like oh shit we can't program today because we need to program tomorrow because we have this restaurant we're going to program in you know that kind of thing um but basically i think the big difference is that it feels from my understanding that the video game industry isn't unionized and if you don't have a collective bargaining position or organization backing you up unfortunately like uh, the owners the uh the bosses if you will if we're talking like 1930s sort of strike breakers and stuff they'll they'll just say you're gonna keep working or else we're gonna let you go because there's somebody else who wants to your job and 
I think basically, I think the uh, the video game industry needs to become unionized. I think that will solve a lot of the issues with crunch. But personally, myself, I've never really experienced that crunch. But I've never been in a job where there's been that kind of pressure to stay late. Yeah, honestly, I've experienced it this past couple months at work. There was a few summers back. Um, we had a lot of shows running at work. Um, I remember experiencing it that time. Also, like with school, um, I remember my first year of film school, like the end. I remember the end of the year, end of first semester and end of the year were just absolute shit shows with the amount of work I had to do. So it's like second and third year were more like production work and just like a lot of work that way. But like there was just a lot of shit going on at the end of first year and um, end of first semester. So, I mean, I, I don't know if it would be to the same extent that these people are going through. Again, these are just like, you know, personal experiences. But I, I, would, I would say I'd probably say those those times in my life were like the busiest times. Definitely now, right now, what's what's going on with like all the stuff shooting in Toronto is definitely so. Um, gonna pivot it back a little bit to uh, CD Projekt Red. What are, what are your personal thoughts on on uh, Cyberpunk being delayed here? We, we we talked about it a little bit. What, what what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, if they have to delay it to make it work for everybody, I'm I'm a strong believer in egalitarianism. So yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, I won't say I wasn't like ooh, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, in two weeks time, I'd be playing Cyberpunk, and now it's like a month's time, but. I it's it's actually going back to the quote you opened with. I'd rather wait the extra month and have a polished game for everybody than get something and then have to download a day one patch and then like two weeks later someone's like, oh, you know what? We found this little clipping issue, so we fixed that. You know, like I'm very much, I, I'm super psyched for Cyberpunk. I mean, I think everybody is, but I'm definitely psyched for it. I can't wait for it to come out, and I'm really looking forward to playing it. But I, if they have to take the time to make it better, make it better. Like, even if it's something like this where it doesn't really affect me because I'll probably be playing the PC version, but if they have to make it better so that somebody playing it on the PS4 or on Xbox One, if that's what it was, uh, take the time, do it. Uh, but if it also means, like, oh, we just need a month when you really need, like, two or three, I would say take the two or three months. Like, if, if they basically said, oh, we gave a month, but we're factoring that we're going to ask our people to crunch, that's a little shitty. I don't think, I don't think, like, we talked about this before, but I don't, like, I think this last month is, like, the last month. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't know, I wouldn't be surprised if they did another month. And another, I, I'm I like, wouldn't be. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think this is, like, the absolute well, last, now, last month. That I, I, I said I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't say I expect them to. I think that I want to make that distinction. I'm not saying, oh, it's going to happen again, but. I would be surprised, to be quite honest. No, I wouldn't be. If they like pushed it back another month, I think this is like the like how many times has it been delayed now? It's well, right now times. I would be surprised because like it has been two like how long has it been since the announcement? At least two weeks. Like I feel with at this point they would be saying something if they knew they weren't going to make the make their release date. But, but it's it, like people are already disappointed enough one time. Like well, not one time, like this many times. Why disappoint them again in like another month or like another couple weeks? Like just get all the disappointment out at once. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm hoping the reason they said, oh, we need a month and a half. Well, we really need like two weeks, but we're factoring in some time for oh, extra yeah, whatever. Hopefully. So. Like, I, well, I'm sure that that is like the, like they probably like projected earnings, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. They probably like looked at everything crunch and they're like feasibly the most we could give you is like a month. That's probably like the absolute most um, that well, they I like, think can it, concede. Uh, 
a, a thing I read, and I might, this might be wrong. This might be just like complete bullshit. And if it is, I apologize. But I read somewhere that European companies' fiscal calendars are directly tied to the like proper Julian calendar that we use. So their financial year ends on December 31st. So I think they couldn't push it back any further because that would slip the profits into next year. So I suspect we'll see something, but don't be surprised if there's patches. But again, I, I'm, I'm hoping the delay was we need two weeks. We could take it a month and a half just to be sure. Uh, and they've gone gold, so that doesn't mean everything's perfect, but it means everything's ready. So I don't know. I don't know. But I if, honestly, take like you said, take as much time. Mm-hmm. Take as much time. Make that game as good as possible. Again, I understand like the company's got to make money and they got to put out a product eventually. But like, just just take your time. Also, I'm not gonna lie. Personally, I'm pretty stoked. We only had what it was a week before before the delay it was like a week after destiny beyond light that cyberpunk mm-hmm. was uh was was launching so having that extra what and the extra month to play destiny 2 and just like really really sink our teeth into that i'm not going to be upset about that yeah no that's good uh because i'm sure in a month's time after the release of destiny 2 i'll be like yes yeah, it's boring <laughs> well i know you will but no, you, you love Destiny. I, I, that's that's a personal thing for me. I mean, I'm also actually. It's funny. On the last time we recorded, I don't know what order these episodes are being released. I mentioned like, oh, you know what, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to be my Christmas game. Well, now Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I'm going to pick up like day one, and then Cyberpunk is now becoming my Christmas game because it's coming out a month later, sort of thing. So, I'll still have something to keep me entertained while Destiny is boring and terrible from start to finish yeah i think there's gonna be a good sizable amount of content that it's gonna be keeping us back there's literally just one coming back oh oh yeah no i i jokes aside i do enjoy destiny but um there's only one checkbox that like uh will say whether this is good or just mediocre new enemy type oh i can't check that off way to go bungie i'm gonna say probably not but not no well no what they're gonna do is they're gonna hint at it we're gonna see like a drawing on a wall that looks like one of the new enemy types and we'll see it in 2022 2022 you know they're gonna they're they're gonna they're not gonna tease it for that long but like uh, i mean i know this topic's about crunch but man bungie stop with the teasing just like and not just about this about everything like sabathun we've been hearing about for years it's like just uh, there comes a point where it's annoying all right back on topic crunch good chocolate bar not great it's a it's a it's a honestly i enjoy it i don't think i've bought a, a nestle crunch bar in t- two decades I, I feel like i may have bought one back in high school or something like that now if you put a crispy in front of that crunch that's a different story that's a delicious chocolate bar horse of a different color so yeah so see project red Yep. They are going through a lot of crunch. They said they weren't going to be going through crunch. They designed the uh, the development development window so there wouldn't be any crunch. Of course, there's crunch. Yeah. Now, have did you see this email that that the dev sent out to like the companies, like pretty much apologizing to um like uh like like the uh like the employees' families and stuff like that. No, I actually I didn't see that. I didn't see that. So yeah, so that that's that's pretty much it. They like sent out a, a, an email. Um, I was reading it earlier. I probably should have had it out, but anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're just like essentially apologizing, just like we have to do this to 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 make this go live. We like we apologize. Um, well, I mean, 
it's nice to apologize, but I mean, if I hit somebody with a car, then I apologize. I mean, that's probably a very extreme what? example. What I'm saying is like, it's sort of... What if you did it on purpose? Would you apologize then? Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, if I'm like driving down the thing and I'm trying to get to, you know, the 401 exit for Burlington and I hit somebody on the way, I mean, I'm trying to reach this destination. I've caused a little pain on the way, but I'll send an email. I mean, I don't know. It's like an individual basis. There's probably some people who are just like, fuck yeah, give me the crunch. I got, I can use the more money, assuming that they're getting paid extra for the time. Apparently, yeah. Uh, apparently, yes, because of European labor laws, they are getting paid for the good. extra time. I did look into that and I can confirm. Oh, that would actually be interesting. I'd be, I'd be, uh, I wish I had done more research on this, um, like American versus uh, European versus, I guess, Japanese like American, labor force. they don't have to, but because they're, it's in Poland, European labor laws. Yeah confirmed that they do have to get paid for that over time well i suspect european gaming developers in general are probably more unionized and labor friendly at least so that it'd be interesting but i mean rockstar's a european well it depends on what you think of Brexit. well i was about to say well and some some of rockstar depends on which rockstar yeah that is true that is true but like the one that creates like the grand theft autos like the main rockstar north is in scotland so guess they're not a part of europe anymore because of brexit but um yeah i'd I'd be interested to see what labor laws are like in various regions and how that affects the developers um but going back to crunch i just generally i mean i don't really know what to say more than don't do it take the time you need man and if you uh need like another month or two just say hey we need another month or two to make this better i don't know now what are your thoughts on uh cd project red so some of the uh the employees receiving death threats have you, have you heard about this? Why would anyone threaten... Is it like, you, don't do crunch or I'll kill you? Or is it like, you shut up and work or I'll kill you? Like wh- It's like, we... It's like release I hadn't the heard game. of this. It's like, release the game. We know where your family lives. <sighs> internet, man. Yeah. yeah. Every once being, in a while, you bum me the fuck out, internet. Imagine being a grown human being. And being like, the the thing that I, the game I want to play, I can't play yet. You need to die. I mean. Like, imagine. There's so many ways to vent your displeasure. Like, I don't know, man. Just, that's sad. That's pathetic. That's like, people who issue death threats over something like this. Like, Like, like even if you're Even if you're like a, even if you're like 14 years old, that's still shitty. But, like, if you're an, an adult at all and you're sending these kind of things, like, reevaluate what's going on with yourself. 100%. That's that's terrible. That's, like, it's it it's a video game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love video games. I play them all the fucking time. Way too much, probably. And I really enjoy them playing for years. But, I mean, it's a video game. Like, if it doesn't come out, I'm not going to, like, someone's got to die or I'll kill you if you don't release it. It's, that actually, to me, it's it's sad in a way because that points out that people who issue these kinds of death threats over something so, I hate to say it, and I know this podcast all about it, but trivial? Like, no one dies if you don't play CD Projekt Red, apparently. It's entertainment. It's entertainment, yeah. Like, to, it's it, that's a sign that actually they probably have, they're probably either dealing with something in their own life or they've got a mental... Oh, for dis- sure. Uh, Absolutely. A challenge or disorder. So, like, it, it's it's... It's definitely, like, I almost feel sad for those people who issue those kinds of death threats over something so meaningless because they've either 
got other issues they're dealing with or they've put this one piece of entertainment so high on a pedestal that it becomes something worth killing over i mean i do realize most of them are not like literally going release or i'll kill you and they're like loading up a gun like a lot of them are just you know venting but it's still it's like to to, to even make a false death threat over something like taking time out of your day like to find somebody's twitter account or whatever facebook account i'm not exactly sure how they sent the message but like yeah like finding people's accounts and messaging them it's just like what are you doing yeah like as i said reevaluate what you're doing with your life it's Um, gonna be better you gotta wait a month it's gonna be better well i mean i remember being like 10 or 11 or something like that and waiting for like a I guess it wasn't so much video games back then, but like a movie to come out. It's not like, oh, I want to go see them. We're going to go see Raiders or whatever on the weekend. Well, no, that's a little too young for me. But like, it's it's weird that some people, especially if they're adults, have the that infantile, like, I can't wait for Christmas morning thing going on. It's Anyway, so we got, we, we're talking about CD Projekt Red. We've talked about them before. Um, in the eyes of fans and consumers, they're, you know, they're the gold standard. They're very very pro-consumer they give very good value for the money they're good at you know communicating they're good at at updating etc etc very very pro-consumer do you think it's possible to be pro-consumer while also being pro-developer yes i don't think you need to necessarily make a sacrifice between one or they're the not other. mutually exclusive no no they are absolutely are not like it's i think what it is is you, transparency is the biggest thing for both sides like you have to be able to say as a developer like okay we need to hit the schedule but you have to be able to say to your to the public and to the thing like okay we're expected release at this time and then if there's a delay saying okay there will be a delay and i to cd projects red's credit they've never like i said i read something about why they were delaying some companies would just say it's coming out and uh, we're pushing back by two months why hello why hello radio silence yeah so i give them credit for if uh like releasing what the reason is um and i've i've the cd project red games i play which are honestly just witcher 2 and witcher 3 um are solid quality games from this like the first time you load them sort of thing so they have a reputation for polish and if they need to take another month to get it working for even if it's just for one of the iterations even if it's for one of the versions i'm not going to play take the time let them do it because they know what they're doing i just hope i'm not i'm not so happy that right now in theory there's a bunch of cd project red employees who are like doing 16 hour days to get cyberpunk ready to go it's like they they have a good reputation in my eyes but i will say anytime i hear of a company doing crunch it devalues them to some degree in my opinion really yeah i mean crunch might be universally accepted but it's doesn't stop it being a shitty deal for the employees right if you have to do crunch it's i know some they're forced to often from pressures outside of the company like an investor saying hey you're supposed to drop this thing in q3 of this year so you better drop it in q3 so if you're doing crunch to me it always in the back of my head reveals either the acceptable kind where it's like oh we found this problem that nobody knew about and now we're going to fix it and when that's the reason for crunch, I'm not a fan of crunch, but I kind of understand it a little bit. But if it's the reason is, is like, oh, you know, we just didn't give ourselves enough time. We need another two months. You know, stuff was piling up, that kind of thing. I, I feel that is like, that's not a good reason for crunch. You should be able to say, hey, you know what? This game realistically will take us three years to develop, not two. Uh, so we need 
the time. And I know that, uh, unlike in the film industry, uh, video games go through a lot of different iterations before they start becoming right. Like a film, generally speaking, once it gives, has the money and the green light to go ahead, has a script, has people attached, you know, the schedule is pretty, not set in stone, but like people understand how long it's going to take to do everything. But with a video game, it's like, okay, we start off this game, you know, it's a, he jumps, it okay. It can spiral, it can spiral. Yeah, it's it, like a game can come, often come out very different than the initial idea for it. But and, and the time frame can spiral really. Yeah, and, yeah, a hundred percent. But even still, I feel like when a game, uh, I think what it comes down to is like if a game company says, "Oh, that thing we were going to release in the spring, it's not coming out till the fall." I'm like, okay, that's a reasonable thing. You realize you need six months. I don't get the impression anyone's getting, you know, pressure to release. And that's kind of what's uh, happened with uh, Cyberpunk because I think it was initially supposed to come out in March, then they delayed it to April last year. Well, last year they delayed it to April of this year, and then they delayed again until. I think it was, uh, well, I guess what was supposed to come out in uh, November. And that's fine. Because that to me says, oh, you guys are looking forward. You're going, okay, you know what? If we want to make this properly, we need more time. Let's ask for the time now from the consumer. Quotes around ask. But when you say something like this, in this case, where Cyberpunk's like, oh, we need a, a month. That to me strikes of just like, hopefully it's you found something unexpected and that's what's causing the crunch but if it, this is more of a just like oh you know we didn't budget our time right we started you know meetings and decisions and stuff along the way kept pushing the tail end of the process then i have a bit of an issue with that you should you should be better at scheduling that sort of thing well now let me ask you this let me ask you this hypothetical right. what if they have to release a company has to release on you know whatever <clears throat> november 10th who knows whatever when they got to getting in there for q2 q3 earnings or whatever mm -hmm. and they the company's running on fumes they gotta re they gotta feel the coffer they gotta they gotta get they gotta get money in the bank they gotta make um they gotta make sales and the only way to do that is to get people to crunch and otherwise it's like yo who knows if we're gonna have a job if we can't if we can't ship this game on november 10th like there are i feel like there are are I, i'm not gonna when you say that that a company instantly like your opinion of a company goes down when you hear they have crunch i'm just i'm saying i feel like there are times when it can be necessary um yes i see what you're saying and when i say it goes down it's not like oh cd project's a bunch of dicks no it's just like oh no they're still pretty good but you know they have this one little thing i'm not a big fan of but again of course, it, nobody wants I, well not nobody i'm sure i'm sure there are some masochists out there but like <laughs> Um, oh, yes, put me through the crunch, please. Yeah, or like, you know, people are like, fuck that guy, like, make my game. But like, generally, people are like, I don't want people to suffer for my enjoyment mm -hmm. as, I, as I hold an iPhone in my hand, but well, in, still. In the example you just gave me, it's still, if that then like, oh, we need to be done by November 1st, you know, it's like. Again, well, I'm just still, throwing out hypotheticals. Yeah, hypotheticals, 100%. That still sounds to me like that at some point some like you you made a decision of your time and you did not give yourself enough time like and i don't know the gaming industry well enough and what would be great is like I pick yourself up by the bootstraps is what you're saying no 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 i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is that you know the people who are making the executives and the lead designers and stuff like that the lead programs should be able to factor in how long it's taken they should know if it's realistic to have it released by november like depending on the scale and the demands of the game but again i don't know but it the can't spiral yeah it can absolutely spiral but i mean at that point if a game gets released and it's not finished you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot because it's going to have a bad reputation off the bat but that being said i do understand that 
with every passing year games get more and more complex like compared to a game 10 years ago like well oh for example the mass effect remaster that's coming out i mean which you will hopefully finally play i'm honestly i'm down as i as i said in the art podcast i am down well you play it you'll be like wow this is a very like it almost feels like a simple stripped down game compared to today so games get more complex i understand that with that complexity comes more issues and problems and things that can pop up whether expected or unexpected and i think basically so i do accept that sometimes you know there has to be a bit of crunch if they want to make their release date but i still feel that if you are coming down on on your employees and being like you have to work 18 16 18 hours a day for the next seven days a week for the next month to get this out on time that to me strikes of there's there's doing extra work to get a release date like saying oh you know what five days a week but we're doing like 12 hour days instead of eight those are long days but that kind of you know you get it done but if you're saying people are, if if the situation is people are doing like 16 hour days six seven days a week just to meet, make a deadline that strikes to me as it goes back to my issue of scheduling it goes back to people should be more realistic about how long it takes to make a game okay so i mean you've you've kind of touched on it but i was going to say there's almost a, a culture these days around crunch and kind of like it's to be expected you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's almost like it's almost like um almost like a badge of honor in a way for for some people i don't know i don't know is that am i, am I wording that wrongly uh i think don't know if badge of honor but it definitely feels like from what little i know of the industry as an outsider uh, i mean until this podcast gets super popular then I'll be I don't, it's kind of, it is almost kind of like though it's like you've been in the shit you've been in the trenches like you've come like when you kind of come out the other end there's almost like a camaraderie that kind of like happens when you're like you've all been through the shit together i don't know i feel like there is this like culture almost of crunch well i think what it is i don't, I, I don't know about camaraderie i'm sorry i don't i don't I'm that may be the case but what I think it is 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 more like hey this is the video game industry it's super popular everybody wants to work in video games you have to expect this the crunch is just part of what you're going to go through if you want to work in this industry I feel it's more less uh oh we've been in the shit together than more just like this is what's expected of you if you don't like it get the fuck out because we'll find someone who wants your job like I don't know I I feel like I feel like if you're working at a company and you're it's maybe not like i'm not talking about like ea or something like maybe like a smaller company whatever even maybe ea but if you're like all going through the shit together and you come out and you ship a game and you know what everybody else has gone through you know you've gone through and you're like you're at that company you're like you maybe not a company man or a company woman but like you know you work at that company you got some pride in it you've got some pride in the product you put out you put it out you know what you've been through i'm saying there's almost like i don't know I don't know what, 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 anyway. How rude can I be right now? I'm going to say like a six to seven out of 10. Okay. I think this falls within it. So what I would say to those people who are going like these workers, like, Hey guys, we, we did it. We all came through. Yeah. High five was 16 hour days, six days a week. You know what? This is great. Yeah, this is good. Congratulations. You played yourself. You're an employee. You basically have just wow. normalized. Khaled reference. TJ Khaled over here. Mm-hmm uh you've you're normalizing the concept of crunch like you know if employees say hey you know what crunch happens once in a while and it's okay because we're all in it together you know 
you know who's laughing right when you say that is the fucking owner of the company and the holding company that owns him or whatever. They're just saying going like, they're cool with it. Hey, did you see this? They they accept that the this crunch is going to be part of what they have to go through. Great, you know, like when you normalize in an industry, uh, an a poor practice like this, like crunch, when the workers, uh, like say, oh, you know what, this is fine. This is part of the industry. And we're all there's a sense of camaraderie going along with uh, working together. You know, we're all part of a team because we've all been through a shitty situation. It doesn't stop it being a shitty situation. Like, and there isn't any, uh, like, honor or merit or glory in going through working extra hours so that some shareholders can make uh, their profits a quarter earlier. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 you're a bit of a bootlicker. Is is that is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm not saying they're bootlickers. What I'm saying is they've normalized a. If there are groups of like programmers go like, oh yeah, I work for this company and this program company, we uh, this company software developer, we make these games and I like these games. Cool, but you know, we always know every time we come to the end of a cycle, we have to do some crunch. But it's fine because we're all in it together, right, guys? No, you're. It's not fine. You've basically been like almost brainwashed into believing that oh, it's cool for us to be treated like shit by our bosses to have them take away our lives for like two, three months at the end of this, like, sure, we get a financial enumeration and financial compensation for that, hopefully. And, it, it, but if, you're, if your attitude is, it's fine because everyone else goes through it, that doesn't make it okay. That just means you guys are basically making, saying to the bosses and the employees, uh, the employers, oh, these guys are fine with it, so let's just keep doing it. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, you, you touched on a little bit. So what do you think, what do you think the cure to like crunch cultures what do you think scheduling. the cure is to crunch okay so that yeah that's what i was gonna about to say you, you touched on scheduling i think people need to be more realistic about how long it takes to make a game and i think actually part of it should um actually go back and this is a weird thing because it's not the companies or the employees i think as gamers we have to start saying you know what stop putting these people through these ter well not i don't know how bad the working dishes are but certainly suboptimal working conditions games rise up exactly yeah in a way we need to start saying to companies you know what stop doing crunch you know if it just like we're okay to wait the extra three months if you need the three months legitimately if it means that the employees are having able to have lives like they're able to see their families and their kids and stuff like that um should i should i cancel my pre-order for cyberpunk and then just i'm not canceling my pre-order fuck you that um, okay so don't cancel my pre okay no okay, no I, I wasn't going to yeah no 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 like i mean it's it's not on that scale i mean this is again i'm being a bit of a hypocrite because i did pre-order just because i was like oh you know what i might as well do this now i just it's 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 weird pre-orders are such a thing that i should be standing against but i just do it because on the day i'm like I want to have it preloaded. And I want to have it ready. It's a bad thing. The I only thing I'm I pre-order is things that I know I'm for sure going to buy. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I don't pre-order like, everything. If, I'm on, if, if I'm on the fence about something, it's like I can get it two days after it came out. Like, I don't need it right away. You know what I mean? I can get it two days after it came out and hear what people have to say about it. If people are saying it's shit, I'm like, sweet. I saved myself 80 bucks. People are saying it's 100%. good. I was like, sweet. I'm, I was going to buy it anyway. Let's go. Well, you, you know, it, it, bringing up pre-order is a good thing. It's something, it's a habit that I need to break. And I think, honestly, many people need to stop doing because I'm sure that when you have a game has a mass amount of pre-orders, they're like, okay, we just told all these people pre-ordering. This is going to come out on then. We need to 
have it ready and that probably adds that's to the also crunch. true that's yeah. that's a bit of false advertising for sure when you're like i have pre-purchased this product mm-hmm. i expect it to come out and then we haven't even touched on the fact of like you know some people when cd when um cyberpunk was being released are or even when destiny was being released it, it's been delayed as well whatever any game people take time off work people book time off mm-hmm. work you know a month in advance two months in advance whatever they block off a bunch of time to take off when a game comes out and when it's delayed it's like well shit like that's set in stone i can't really do anything about that i only get x amount of days of vacation per year it's already you know december almost um it's already almost like at the end of the year here and it's just like well it's not just i mean it's really november let's 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 not get excited but yeah it's just like yeah you know you're kind of fucking over people's people's um plans in that respect i mean that 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 is one smaller aspect for sure well yeah I, i i definitely um there we've taken time off i think we took time off for the launch of the initial destiny 2 uh We've taken we a lot of time off work for Destiny. For, yeah, it's, like, it's not it, a lie. And it only happens like once every year or so we take time off. And it's great. But um, I tried I, for Beyond Light. I just couldn't. Well, aren't you glad you didn't now? For this Beyond Light, though. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant it for what, its initial release date like two months ago. Uh, back in September. Um, but yeah, no, but I, I... Okay, I'm sorry that the game isn't coming out on the day you took a day off. Um, but first of all, if you're in a position to have a job where you can say, hey... I won't be working Thursday, uh, and especially if you're getting paid for that day off. You should. I think everybody should know by now that release dates are a fluid, mercurial thing. Um, so maybe don't book the time off until, unless you can do it like on real short notice. Like, oh, you know what? Oh, this guy's saying you should schedule things better, and now you're saying they're fluid. Hmm. What? No, I'm saying the game companies should schedule things better so they match their release dates, but I'm saying people should understand they don't always match their release dates because they're not scheduling it properly. It totally backs up my argument. Um, That's the area, all right, all right, all right. It's, it, I'm just saying, like, if, you, if you're if you taking time off for, uh, for the release of a big game, you've got to accept that, oh, you know what? It's probably going to get delayed, especially for um, some things that are, like, clockwork, like uh, Assassin's Creed games or Call of Duty games. When they say they're coming out, they're coming out. Like, I can't remember if i've ever heard of a call of duty game getting pushed by month or even assassin's creed these big huge titles but for something like a cd project red level which is like they're triple a but like is there double a like where it's just they're not quite at that like massive level like you have to accept you may be a little disappointed so i mean i i feel bad for people who took time off for cyberpunk or other games and then the release just gave them this day off with nothing but the other thing is it's like especially if it's a game that like destiny that has online connection Man, do you know the number of times we've started a Destiny expansion and it's been, like, uh, connecting to the server and you're getting, like, wallaby Number 5,642 in, in, in line. Yeah, it's, it's like... In queue, exactly. I, I think what you should do is, if a video game is coming out, you make the plans for the weekend after, assuming you're working a Monday through Friday game, uh, for Friday job, you have shifts, whatever. But, you know, you should, you should make plans not for that day, but for, like, the next realistic day or two off and say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm on Saturday. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to be getting into this game. You tell your wife, you tell your kids and not in the sense of like, get, don't bother dad or don't bother mom while she's playing, you know, like just say, Hey, you know, like explain to your family the situation. I I don't think you should be like sitting there gravidly going, I took a day off and it better fucking come out today. Cause quite frankly, as we've discussed for 50 minutes now, that doesn't, you can't count on that in the industry. 
Sorry. I, I wish I could be on the side of the uh, guy taking time off. Hey, but I'm, I'm like, just I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. But yeah, I mean, I think I think you touched on it. I mean, obviously scheduling. I mean, it's such a it's such mm-hmm. a catch all. But I think something that really would help is like having somebody that is. I mean, all games have directors. Um, but somebody that is just really like going to take control of a game and give yes or no answers, especially from the mm-hmm. early onset, early onset of a game 100%. that has like has like a really clear vision and direction. And like, obviously it's, it's so easy to say this, but it's like, I think that's what you really need is somebody at the head of things. That's like, at the end of the day, it's like, they're, it's kind of the game is on this person, but it's like, go by their vision and like, obviously like allow people to collaborate. Like it's, it's not about like, you know, some tyrannical dictatorship, which I'm sure some game development studios are, but at the end of the day, it's like, if you have all these people with, if you have too many chefs in the kitchen, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be just, nobody's going to be able to agree on anything and, and trying to have any sort of uh, decision-making process is going to be this long protracted, protracted struggle. So I think you really need to see, especially like in the development of games is really like have a clear defined window, what the development cycle is and like what the, um, what the kind of like early conception of a game is and then move forward on that and like execute on that very quickly and like again we don't work in the industry so it's hard to say right but i think like you're gonna see if you have less of like a committee like a game by committee you're gonna have more of like a forward path and kind of more of like like a head behind the game i don't know that that that's my opinion i feel like you use that time like cre- create the game don't don't start the creation of a game like six months before you're gonna ship it you know what i mean it's like get that shit going as soon as possible like i feel like there's just like at the beginning there's just like so much lollygagging and back and forth that like nothing's actually really getting done i don't know i've seen i've read so many like you know exposés and shit and it just seems like time and time again that's gonna happen and i don't know i feel like you just gotta don't utilize the time right before a game ships to crunch. It's like spread that crunch out over months and months. Even if like some aspects are like still being finalized, like be working on other shit. I don't know. It's it's such a hard thing from uh, like having an outsider perspective. It's such a hard thing in, in, on this topic. But I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think it's just, you know, scheduling. Scheduling. And I feel also that uh, video game employees, because I know it's a very uh, gig economy workforce like you come in you work on a show and then, uh, work on a show work on a game and then you're gone uh i think it, it would be it's an industry that could stand to be unionized a, a lot stronger than it already is i think there should be like um uh they should start like the employees of these companies should start saying hey we want a union here and if uh, it's something that like everybody should organize around and it's not just simply like oh one company says like i think all these people within a certain community, like let's say in uh, San Francisco, where I'm sure there's a lot of game developers and programmers who do that, like they should say, hey, you know what? We're coming together. We need collective bargaining rights that'll allow us to prevent that. And the other thing though, I think what they need to have, and I, they probably have something like this, but um, is, as you said, someone whose sole job is to say yes or no, but what they look at is a scheduling. They say, okay, you've got a game, you're projecting two years of development, fine. And then three months later, there's literally a check-in where it's like, how are things going? What goals have we met? What goals haven't we met? Okay, you haven't met this many. 
we need to add another six months to the cycle sort of thing. Like, I, 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 I feel scheduling isn't just from the start. It's something you should be keeping up with the whole way through. Like, making sure that you're always hitting your targets and stuff like that. And if there's any big teardowns, like, you should also be open with the uh, public and say, hey, you know what? This, uh, like, uh, the next Dragon Age game we're working on, if you're Bioware... It's been going great, but we've, you know, come into a, a stumbling block where we have this issue. We need to, more time, so we're going to push back the release date. I mean, obviously, Dragon Age, uh, the next one, hasn't been announced. Well, it's been announced, but it hasn't been release dated yet. But um, I think it just, you need to have more communication with the public to explain why the delays are happening and make them more acceptable to everybody. Because when people are going, sitting there going like, oh shit, Cyberpunk's coming out in like a month. This is going to be great. And then you just come out of the blue and say... Oh no, it's not. It's coming out much later. It's like, I, I think I think basically the more heads up that you have towards your public saying, "Hey, this game's going to take a little longer," the better off you'll be. And as gamers, we do need to stop pre-ordering. I, I it's something I'm a sin. I'm a super guilty of it, but stop pre-ordering and just You've been I saying do, that for years and just make um, more than pre-ordering is just like let people know you know what we're okay with delays if it means that the people making these games we love have the time to like live a life like I'm, I'm fine with waiting another six months for a game if it means that the people who are putting the effort in are working in decent conditions yeah i mean i like as far as pre-orders go like just like pivoting back to that for one second honestly i don't mind pre-ordering a game when it's with a company that has shown that you know i can pre-order with them like whatever cd project red i know i'm gonna like the new destiny so i'm gonna pre-order the new the new destiny i'm like you know bungie's mm -hmm. has that cred with me i think that is it's like the credibility it's like does this company have credibility with me it's like, if, like i wouldn't i wouldn't buy the the, the new assassin i wouldn't pre-order the new assassin's creed valhalla doesn't mean i'm never gonna buy it but i'm 100 percent not gonna pre-order it but yeah i mean I feel like if if the company has credibility and they have some salt with you, you're going to pre-order it. It's like, as I said before, it's like, I'm going to buy it anyway. I know I'm going to buy it. Like, might as well pre-order it. Might as well give them a bit of that, you know, Q2 earning that they're so desperately in need of. No, that's, that's 100%. I pre-ordered with CD Projekt Red, because, uh, Cyberpunk, because I was like, oh, yeah, I know this will be decent and I know it'll be a good game. And their last game, Witcher 3, was fantastic and I enjoyed, like, I, I have I have confidence in them. But I will say the amount that they've delayed now has shaken that a little bit. And not terribly, but I mean, Witcher 4, we'll have to see when that comes out how I feel about it for pre-ordering. If they, I don't think they'll do a Witcher 4, but you know what I mean. Well, I think that brings us to the end of things. I think we mm -hmm. covered all the topics. I think it's safe to say we're pretty excited about Cyberpunk 2077. Um, it's out tentatively as of now uh december 10th looking forward to it um mm -hmm. it'll be like you said a nice christmas game um yeah super excited and uh yeah i think that'll do it for us uh thanks very much sam as always please like subscribe anything you've listened to positive rating would be greatly appreciated sam thanks a lot man yep really appreciate the talk you take care man easy